Amen. Been there. Done there. <laughs> I won't go back. How, how, many, how many of that's in your spirit? I, I, I won't go back. I, 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 I won't. I, I, that, that's a conscious decision. I won't. It, it ain't no maybe. It ain't no no. I, I might. I won't go back. It, it, it was some good stuff back there. It was some bad stuff back there. But I'm going forward. I'm going to do what Paul says. I'm going to press toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. I won't go back. If you have your Bible, stand to your feet. Book of Romans, chapter 8. And I don't even know if I'm going to preach or teach. I'm just going to open my mouth and let him do what he do. So. Our theme for my second year here was, does anybody remember? (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I can see clearly now. (laughs) <laughs> I can see clearly now. And, and the thought behind the theme was to be able to see things differently than I've always seen them. My vision has cleared up and I can see in HD because now I realize who I'm looking at. And our theme this past year was Now y'all really gonna hurt my feelings. Do do ain't nobody's wearing a bracelet. Faith forwarding all issues to heaven. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It, it'll all line up after a while. I promise you. Now a theme. I would theme. <laughs> this year would be based. Out of Romans chapter 8, this has got a little bit too much reverb in it. A little bit too much reverb in the, in the mic, Wallace. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to get it in. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. And so our theme, our theme for, for 2016 will be, coming, will be based out of Romans chapter 8, one verse, 37. 1 verse 37. If you have it, let it be known by saying amen. If you're looking for it, say, wait a minute, preacher. All right, all right. Romans 8 verse 37. And the writer scribes these words. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Our theme for 2016, I'm more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. You got to let that resonate in your spirit in order to believe it, in order for it to take root, in order for it to happen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, as we come to you this hour, Father, we come to say thank you. 
We come to say thank you, Father, for allowing us to come into your house of worship one more time. But, Father, we ask that while you are here that you would just have a visitation with us. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh in this place. Father, I ask that you would just give me an anointing to teach. I ask that you would just give me an anointing to preach. I ask that you would just anoint the ears of your people to hear your word, but not only be hearers, but become doers of your holy word. So, Father, we know that the flower will fade and the grass will wither, but your word will always stand. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we're standing on your word. And, Father, we pray, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that if there is a sinner in the house, that they will repent and, re and come back to the calling of the Almighty God. If there's a backslider in the house, we ask that they realize that you are married to the backslider and you are ready to receive them unto your own. Father, we thank you for this word and we thank you for everything that you're about to do. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Amen. If, if we could use for a subject, actually I got a topic and a subtopic. The topic is what you see is not what you get. What you see is not what you get. If I can use as a subtopic when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done. My brothers and my sisters, we remember the show, the Flip Wilson show from seven years ago, and he had a character that he played named Geraldine. And Geraldine's favorite saying was, what you see is what you get. But I just wanted to come by to tell somebody today that what you see is not what you get. Because I am a child of God and because I am under construction and because he's still working on me and because I'm still being perfected and because I realize I have flaws and because I know that I'm not perfect, what you see is not what you get because what's on the inside of me is something great and what's on the inside of me don't always show up on the outside. How many people can attest that the goodness and the greatness that's on the inside of me don't always show up on the outside. That's why I'm able to say certain things to certain people. That's why I'm able to commit certain acts that I commit. So what you see is not what you get because we're going to find out today that I am being perfected and I am being worked on. And perfection is not something that's instant. It's something that happens through a process. How many of y'all know that you're going through a process right now that if you're reading the Word, if you're studying the Word, if you're trying to apply the Word, that there is a process that you're going through and you don't get it right every day. You don't get it right every hour. You don't get it right every Wednesday. You don't get it right every Sunday. But if you keep letting God perfect you through his word, I promise what you see is not what you're going to get. Because some of us aren't even happy with the way that we're operating now. And that's not totally a bad thing because we should always be wanting to be perfected. We should always be wanting to be better. We should always be striving to go higher in Jesus Christ and don't get content with where you are. You can only get content when you get in his presence. Hmm. Hmm. 
It's not by coincidence that you're still here in 2016. It's not by happenstance that he let you survive through 2015. It's a reason why he allowed you to be here. And you're still part of the plan. And you still have an assignment. And that's a good thing because as long as I got an assignment, that means that I got work to do. And let me put a disclaimer right here. Everybody is not my assignment. Oh, you need to say that out loud. Everybody is not my assignment. So, so now I'm finna set you free. So now you ain't got to be up in everybody's business trying to try to fix them and trying to make all their stuff right because your stuff ain't right. God will tell you who your assignment is. If, you, if, if, if everybody was your assignment, let me give you a little definition. If everybody was somebody's assignment, Jesus didn't heal everybody he came in counter with. Some people he walked by and some people he healed. Jesus recognized that everybody was not his assignment. But he understood his responsibility. Oh, see, 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 when we understand our responsibility, we'll understand that we're part of the body of Christ, and our part plays a part, whether you're the hand, whether you're the eye, whether you're the nose, whether you're the mouth, you got to play your part. So look now, look now, just because you got a loud voice don't mean you're the voice box. Mm. <laughs> I ain't gonna even push that one too far. So, 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 look, look, look. It's not what it looks like. How many? How many of y'all got some situations or some issues that you're dealing with right now? And how many? Now, now, listen. How many of y'all know that those situations look like the end? They look like they're going to destroy something. But you got to change your vision and change your perspective. If you are a child of God and the enemy is bothering you, you got to realize there's something he's after. And there's something great on the inside of me that he's trying to disturb. But really the devil is so crazy, when he shakes me up, he's only shaking up the gills. And so when, when he begins to shake me, that means, and the Bible says that we are the salt of the earth, and the only way you're going to get salt out of container is to do what? You got to shake it up and get it out. And so God only allows the shaking to come to get the stuff out of you that he has deposited in you. Don't you know that you really are already complete? You've already been made complete. There, there's nothing else God has to do to you. But you got to do something for him. Allow him to perfect you. And so, and so if I'm all, he's already put everything in you that you need to be that man or woman of God. And so, and so, and so the problem becomes is when I see myself where I am, I get stuck in that place. But you got to see yourself beyond where you are. Because if my family or my marriage is falling apart, and I stay right there, then I operate in the mess that's about to fall apart. But if I say my marriage is going to last for the next 100 years, and I'm almost 50 now, chances are I'm not going to live 150 years. But I went beyond the scope of what I know. 
And so now what I see is not what I get because I spoke positiveness into my marriage. Now I got to start operating so it'll work out. Because what I see right now ain't what I'm going to get. You got to have a desired result of your situation. Oh, you need to write that one down. I'm way, I'm way out there now. You got to have a desired result of your situation. And, and, and uh-oh, because a lot of times our desired result, whether it be spoken or unspoken, is disaster. What do you mean, Pastor? Because the thing already looked busted, broken, disgusted. We go ahead and say, well, I might as well leave it alone. I can't fix it. But if I realize that I'm more than a conqueror, then I've already won. I just got to act like it. I wasn't, I wasn't completely lost. I just went out there for a minute. So, so look, I'm finna get into this and, and, and we're going to move. If, if you go back to verse 31, I just want, because it's so, oh my God, there's so much in, in the book of Romans, but I'm going to try to work this thing from verse 31 on down to 37, and we're going to get out of here. So, so, so the writer says, look what he says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Now look, when, 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 when he's saying, what, for, what shall we say to these things, the writer is talking about, you got to jump back to verse 18. I'm, I'm teaching you now. Because Paul says, for I consider that the sufferings, these things, the sufferings of these present times are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I told you it was already in you, didn't I? it's already in you and so now that I know that there's glory inside of me these present sufferings don't have to be compared so what say you then oh I'm working this one (laughs) so so if I know that this glory is in me but I haven't let it come out then guess what God has got to let allow some things to happen for him to be glorified so these present sufferings that I'm going through don't mean a thing. Oh, I'm, so Paul asked the question, what shall we say? Now look, he could have said, what shall I say? But he's trying to encompass everybody because the glory wasn't just in Paul. It was in all. And so he said, what shall we say? So what is going to be your report? Is my report going to be one of disaster or is my report going to be one of victory? Glad somebody said it. So, so Paul is asking the question, so he, he's, trying to get, he's trying to get the people involved. He says, what shall we say if God is for us, who can be against us? So, so how big is God? Can't, you, <laughs> we don't know, so high, so wide, so deep, so, look, the, the, the Bible says that the earth is his footstool. If I could put my foot on this chair, I'm bigger than this chair. If the earth is his footstool, then he sits way, way, and we think the earth is big, but he sits way, way above that. And really, I look at it, y'all know them little rolling massaging balls? I really look at it as God just put his foot on the earth and 
And you know what? The foot of God is, is stronger than anything as well because we associate somebody's foot as being dirty. But look at, look, look at how the Bible shows us God thinks so much of gold that he walks on it in heaven. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, so, and so if he puts his foot on things that we call valuable and he put in his earth as his footstool, we must mean something to him. Change of perspective, change of perspective. Come on, you're more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. Look, look, so look what he says in verse 32. So look what he said. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So, so, so this is telling me that, that the Lord is going to give me uh-oh, wait a minute. The Lord has given me all that I need. <laughs> I had to change that because I said it's going to give me, but he's already given it to me. I already have everything I need. I already possess everything that, that, I, that I'm going to need. And, 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 and where is it found? Okay, I'm going to take that. It's in the Word. Y'all can talk to me. It's okay. It's in the Word. Where, where is it found? It, now, it's, it's, it's in the, the previous part of this verse. He offered it up through his son. It's in Christ Jesus. So everything that I need is in him. So now Jesus went to the cross and left us who? I'm good, good, good. You're bringing it all in. And when I got saved, who came to live inside of me? So now it's in me to be great because greatness was out there. And ah, see, now that I have it in me, I'm great. Because if I'm not great, then the Bible is a lie and Jesus was just another man. Mm. And so now I have a memory. Now look, he says, and, and the Bible says, look, he says, and he freely gives us all things. That means that mean it's free. I can have it. I just got to take it. Look, if somebody give you a gift, you don't have to take it. You don't have to take a gift from somebody. Depending on what it is and what you need, if you need it, You'll freely receive it. Somebody give you a hundred dollar bill, we can always use that. But if somebody give you a cheese grater, you go, I don't want that. But what I'm saying is, God has freely given us all we need in Jesus. All we got to do is receive it. But look at this. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Because this gift never stops giving not e and it's not even predicated, oh God, it's not even predicated on your attitude. <laughs> it's not even predicated on how you act. Because if that was the case, we'd all be lost. Because I would too get up there sometime. But it's not predicated on that. And so look, so, so, so it says, he says, who, who can... He did not spare his son. He says in verse 33, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Now, what's a charge? Help me. 
Accused? I like that. It's, it's accused. If, 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 if I get arrested for something, if I, if I go in Walmart and I rob them, what am I going to get charged with? Okay, good, good. If, if, if I forcefully put myself upon a woman without a consent, what am I going to get charged with? Mm, okay. If I think evil thoughts about my brother and sister, what am I going to get charged with? It's called iniquity, sin. Uh, y'all got to come with me now. If I am envious, jealous, and gossip, what am I going to get charged with? Sin, envy, jealousy. And so this, this, this scripture says, who can bring a charge against God's elect? Listen, 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 listen. When you accepted Jesus, you became one of the elect. There is nobody who can bring a charge against you. Now, uh-oh, now, now we, we've seen in the last few years that people are being exonerated out of prison for being falsely charged. But, good God Almighty, but DNA has exonerated them and found out that they did not commit the crime. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Now they look like the suspect. They acted like the suspect. They was convicted like the suspect. And they sat in jail like the suspect. But when the DNA, or when the DNA came out, it was found out that it wasn't them. I'm going somewhere. You looked like the suspect. You acted like the suspect. You was charged like the suspect, but when he bled, oh God, you know the DNA, the DNA is found in the blood. <laughs> and so now that I've been covered by the blood, you can't bring a charge against me because I've been already set free. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than that. So what you see is not what you get. Now, now, now look at this. Even somebody who's been to prison gets out and have prison tendencies. If you've ever talked to somebody who's been incarcerated for a period of time, they have tendencies that they have that they adopted while they was in prison. They talk a certain lingo. They sit a certain way when they eat. They even carry themselves a certain way. Most inmates, most people that's been incarcerated, when they're in a crowded place, put their back against the wall. Because they can see the attack coming. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you some things I know. So, so, so look, now, before you was exonerated, how, how, many, how many of y'all been saved all your life? Because I ain't talking to y'all. So before you was exonerated, you had some stuff that you was doing. And you still have some of those tendencies. <laughs> but when you realize that I'm not bound anymore, I am free, you'll start to relinquish some of those tendencies. Mm. <sighs> Good God. So look, verse 34 says, he says, who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, 
And further, look what it, and further, he said, that's not it. It's Christ who died, but furthermore, good God Almighty, is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So, so look what he says. Christ died, but that ain't all he did. He got up, but that ain't all he did. When he got up, he had to go sit in a certain place. And because he sat in a certain place, this gave him or signified a place of authority. Now, 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 God is sitting on the throne. Jesus is sitting on his right hand. Now, he left someone with us, which is the Holy Spirit, in order to leave authority. So, 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 so now, this would be your right? No, I can't tell. If I sit right here, where am I sitting? Now, you got to be careful with this one because the disciples were arguing who's the greatest in the kingdom. And Jesus even told them, it's not mine to give. But the authority that sits in me is authoritative wherever I sit because I'm in the earth. Oh, oh I just messed you up, didn't I? <laughs> when you're looking at your position in the earth, your position to man is predicated mainly on your money. But my position in the kingdom is predicated by who's in me. And so now, whether I sit on the front pew or the back pew, I still have the same authority because of who's in me. And so now, bring a charge against me if you want to. You're not charging me. You charge him. And so now that you tried to charge him, but he's already been exonerated and set free, you just wasted an allegation. And so, so, so look, what, look what the writer says. Now that he's sitting beside daddy, oh, y'all got to catch this. Now that he's sitting beside daddy, the enemy wants to come and try to tell daddy what I've done. The devil ain't nothing but old snitch. What they call him, a rat fink. All he wants to do is tell daddy what I've done. Now the reality is, what the devil telling daddy is true. Yeah, I did have that bad thought. Yeah, I, 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 did, I did let one fly out my mouth. Yeah, I, 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 I did get caught up in the gossip for a minute. But what Jesus is doing, but daddy, daddy, they, they, they got my blood on them. Daddy, daddy, daddy I, I bled for that one. So, so, so daddy, daddy, don't, don't charge them. 
they, they, I, I've already paid for that, Daddy. And as, as a matter of fact, Daddy, me and you both know that that's not who they are. Because what they see is not what they're going to get. And, and Daddy, I know it, 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 we, we just wait a little while. I, I, we know that, that, that greater is coming for them. So, so Daddy, we, we, we know this, that this devil used to be with us. Uh, we used to call him Lucifer. But, but, you know, when he tried to exalt himself above you, Daddy, when he tried to make himself better than you, then, then, then we, he had to leave out of here. So now he's he, he telling lies on, on, on my babies. He's telling, he telling lies on, on my true elect. And, and Daddy, 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 Daddy I, 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 didn't want, I, didn't, I didn't feel like going to the cross because it, I knew what, was, what it was going to feel like. I knew what it was going to look like because I wasn't going to look like your son because they was going to beat me beyond recognition. But, but Daddy, I went on ahead and, anyway and let them nail me to the cross. I went on ahead anyway and let them beat me. I went on ahead anyway and let them put the thorns in my head. I went on ahead anyway. And so, and so the blood was not for naught because when I, when, when I went to the grave and I, and, and, I, and I went to hell and I preached the message, and then when I got up and I brought you the blood back, you said that it was an acceptable sacrifice. So, Daddy, we can't do anything to them. We just got to love on them and wait on them. And, devil, you got to be gone. You got to get off from out here. Devil, you got to quit coming back telling lies on my babies. You got to quit coming here and trying to accuse them of something because all we see, all daddy see is my blood. He's making intercession. He's interceding. Who? I can stop right there. Good God Almighty. That's, that's enough right there. So, so, so look what he says. He says, now, 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 now the writer says, he asked another question. He's full of questions. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Now look, now, 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 now then you go back, now, now go back to 18 again. Go back to 18. 18 says, for I consider these, the, the, the sufferings of these present times are not worthy. But then he said, who can separate us from the love of Christ? Then he goes on to name something. He says, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or perilous or sword. If you really examine all of that, the writer just went through a gamut of things that could affect you naturally or spiritually. And he says, none of them can separate. Now, 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 you got to, oh, I think, I think we've read this wrong for a long time. It said, who can separate us from the love of God? Now, you can separate yourself. You can remove yourself. But you can't separate yourself. You, the love of God is so strong and so powerful, there's nothing that you can do to make him stop loving you. There's nothing you can do to make him start loving you. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care what you're going to do in the future. There's nothing you can do. I don't care about the thoughts that you done thought. I don't care about the acts you done did. I don't care about the stuff you did late in the midnight hour. I don't care about the stuff you did through the sunshine. There's nothing that can separate you from his love. If you're hungry, nope. If you're naked, nope. If they persecute you, nope. <laughs> Nothing. So look, look what he says. He says, as it is written, and that's found over in Psalm, it says, for your sakes, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Now, now, now look, look, I, I, I got to break this down, then we're going to go. We're going to finish this up. It says, we are accounted as sheep gone to the slaughter. 
Now, now look, look at this now. When they get ready to kill sheep, they herd them in, which they, you've got to catch this, they set a certain path for them to take, and it goes this way, and it goes that way, and finally they get to the place where they're supposed to be killed. Now, 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 now catch this, catch this. this. This scripture says that we are what as sheep? Say it out loud. We are counted. Uh-oh. <laughs> so that means that when I'm on my way to be slaughtered, he knows I'm on my way. When, when, he, when, when I'm on my way to be persecuted, he knows I'm on my way. He's already counted me, so now I don't have to worry and think that he's left me or forsaken me because he said he will have been accounted like sheep to the slaughter. So when the devil tries to take me out, I have made a count for this one right here. And so any, anything that you're trying to do to me on the way, it ain't going to work. I've already been counted by the great counter. And now look, can God count? Seems like a very, very simple question, don't it? But the Bible tells us that he knows the number of hairs on your head. Now, here, it, it, yeah. now, now, now let me ask you a question. Is there hair on my head? <laughs> you can't see the hairs, but there is hairs on my head. And so now what you see is not what you get. Because by Tuesday, you'll see a sprout in my, oh God. You'll see something coming up in my head. So look, oh God, wait a minute, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, how many days is that? Shoot, God. And so if I just wait a while, I'm going to become who he says I'm going to be. But look what verse 37 says. Then we got to go. Got to go. Look what the, look what the writer says. The writer says, yet. Don't yet mean in a minute or kind of in a hesitation point. It says, yet. In all these things. What things? <laughs> what things? In all these things. Now, he, he said these present sufferings, these sufferings that I went through, he said through peril, through famine, through, through all of those things, yet, and all these things, we are more, wait a minute now, let me, let me, let me, let me break this down. So you're telling me, even though I had some disappointments, I'm more than a conqueror? Uh, even though I let my family down, I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. Wait a minute now, so, so I'm, I'm going to break it to, I'm, I'm going to come to you for a minute because he didn't say that we were just conquerors. Uh-oh, now you got to go to a whole nother level with that because a conqueror, listen to what this, a conqueror has already defeated his enemy. But the writer says, I'm more than that. I'm more than that. So, so why do I pay attention to the devil if he's already beat? He, he don't deserve all of my attention because I'm more than the conqueror. I've already, Jesus has already beat him. So wait a minute. Now, you all said maybe 15, 20 minutes ago that there's something on the inside of us called the Holy Spirit that he left. 
Now, did Jesus defeat Satan? Is Holy Spirit part of Jesus? So the Holy Spirit is inside of me, so I've already won. So now I ain't got to act defeated. Now, 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 sometimes you got to leave yourself alone. And even though you done messed up and made a mistake, I'm still more than a conqueror. Now, 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 now catch this, because if you start looking at you, you are defeated. But look what he said. He said, I'm more than a conqueror through him. Uh-oh, now you gotta, now you gotta bring in, you know how when you're making a cake and you forget a little ingredient, you gotta go back and add something? Now you gotta add something, you gotta add him. Stir it up. Oh God. Then you put it in the right condition. Cause you don't bake a cake in the same pan you mix it up with. Uh-oh. So now I gotta take it out of one bowl. I gotta put it in a baking pan. Well, what is the baking pan, Pastor? The baking pan is my issues. The baking pan is my enemies. The baking pan are the people that lies on me. The baking pan is the people that cuss me out. The baking pan is the people that turn their back on me. The baking pan is the devil that tries to kill me. That's the baking pan. But look what happens now. Look what happened. You put a cake in the oven and you turn the heat up. I can't cook the cake on zero. I can't cook the cake on 100. I got to have it at a certain temperature in order for the cake to rise. Oh, my God. Lord, have mercy. So when he comes at me and my trouble starts pressing me on every side, I don't get perplexed. I just rise. Oh, so God, so, so what are you telling me? It's not me that's rising. It's Christ in me. That's standing up. And now when he's standing up, I am more than a conqueror. When he's standing up, I got healing in my hands. When he stands up, I got victory in my soul. When he stands up, the devil has to stand back. When he stands up, trouble got to get out of my way. I got to let the Lord stand up inside of me to be more than a conqueror. Now catch this and I'm gone. It ain't what it looks like because I ain't looking like who I'm going to look like. But as I start to look like who I'm going to look like, then you'll see the transformation. And now the thing that's on the inside is going to show up on the outside. So when I start to look more like him, I become holy. Uh oh, uh oh. Now, in this body, I can't stand in his presence. But in the spirit, I can walk right up to a holy God. Now, now don't get beside yourself. Because when you walk up to a holy God, even in the spirit, you better bow down. He, he, he's still God now, He's still Jehovah Jireh. He's still Jehovah Nisi. He's still Jehovah Shalom. You better bow down. And as a matter of fact, put your face to the ground. And say, Lord, even though I conquered my enemies, even though I came through the storm, even though the trouble didn't take me out, I still worship you because you sent your son 
Now look what the next verse says. Somebody tell me what the next verse says. The writer says something. You got to say just the first three words. What it says, I am what? Oh, Lord, have mercy. How in the world that I, how in the world can I become persuaded of something if I ain't seen nothing happen? Well, that's where your faith has got to step in. But look what God has already done for you. If he brought you through 2015 and you had a little bit of trouble right then, you ought to be persuaded that God can bring you through 2016. You ought to be persuaded that death can't take you out. You ought to be persuaded that sickness can't hurt you. You ought to be persuaded that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to make it through it all. I am persuaded that I'm more than a conqueror. I am persuaded through Christ Jesus who loved me. I am persuaded. As we stand to our feet, it ain't what it looked like. It ain't what it looked like. It ain't what it looked like. What you see is not what you're going to get. What you see is not what you're going to get. Look, how many of y'all, how many, how many of y'all used to smoke weed? I appreciate the honesty. Kids sing the song, been there, done that. You came to realize that you don't need that no more. The problem with us Christians is we won't be transparent. We want to look at other church folks like this. You know it's a face there, but you don't know what it really looked like. You better get transparent in 2016. I'm telling you, if you don't, you know how in the winter mornings when you wouldn't get up and your mama used to come in there and pull the covers off of you? It's about to be exposed. Why is this about to be exposed? There's a reason. It's not because pastor says so. It's because time is getting short. And if you are a true elect, he can't let you continue on with the shenanigans. So if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I invite you today, all, all eyes closed, all heads bowed. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, nobody sees you but me, you, and him, and the ministers. You can raise your hand right now where you are. I promise you he'll accept you back, just like you are. I don't even care what you did last night. I don't care where you stopped by on your way to the church. He'll still take you back. Would there be one? Would there be one? The next call is for the backslider. If you've fallen away from your first love, I promise you, I promise you, He'll clean you up again, wash you again. He'll put his arm around you. And the God that I serve, he'll even dance with you. The final call, if you desire to join this church family, you can raise your hand right where you are. Somebody will get with you after the service. If you desire to join this church family, The next one, grab somebody, touch somebody, touch somebody. Whatever you're standing in the need of, 
Whatever you need right now at this moment, think it out loud. Don't, don't say it out loud. Think it out loud. Now, the person whose hand you're holding, if you are believing for them, if you believe for them, don't worry about you. If you're believing for them, squeeze that hand. All right. Now you know you got somebody believing for you. Now you can believe. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come to you this hour. Father, we thank you for this hour and what you have shared with us. We thank you for this word, Father, that you have shared with your people. Father, now we know we are more than conquerors. And we know that the enemy wants to accuse us, but you are making intercession. But Father, through your word, we have been persuaded. We've been persuaded, which means we've changed our mind. We know better now than we did 30 minutes ago. We know better now than we did yesterday. We believe more now than we did an hour ago. So Father, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, whatever your people have petitions for, I pray right now that you would just begin to deliver them from it, that you would just begin to set them free from it, that you would just begin to help them right now in the name of Jesus. I come against any demonic force, any demonic work that's trying to exalt itself against your word and your word right now in the name of Jesus. Any demonic spirit that's, that's associated with anybody in this church, I cast them right now out in the name of Jesus. I lose peace. I lose your spirit. I lose health. I lose finances. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind up confusion right now in the name of Jesus. We release instruction and direction right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I pray that you would just continue to bless us. In 2016, take us to heights that we've never seen before. Take us to a whole nother level in you, God, that people will look back and wonder, what in the world happened at Mountain Grove? So people will recognize that it's only because we lifted up your name that miracles begin to happen. It's only because we lifted up your name that deliverance took place. It's only because we lifted up your name that the work began in this house. Father, we thank you for everything you're doing, and we praise you for everything that you're going to do. Now to him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before our creator, may he rest rule and abide with us henceforth and forevermore. And all God's believers said amen, amen, amen. God bless you. We love you.